Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. I have been looking forward to this topic for weeks. We're talking CBD. I know, you guys, we haven't even covered this yet on the podcast, but it's such a huge topic, huge growth area in our industry right now. And on the podcast today is Amy McDonald, the CEO of Altwell. I cannot even wait to dive in. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, Justin. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited about this. I know. I, I Listen, over 200 episodes, we haven't covered CBD yet. And I... It's not that I didn't want to. I just hadn't had the right guests pop up. And when I saw your information, I was like, this would be perfect because you can help us explain the industry. We could talk about Altwell and what you guys are doing with your products, which I think are amazing. Um, and so I'm just so excited to dive in. Um, let's, though, start with you have an amazing background. I I mean, I was looking at your experience uh, with Fona International, which for those that don't know, huge flavor company um, with Unilever, (laughs) small consumer products company and Quest. Uh, I mean, just unbelievable. And here you are, you you made the move over the last year to come and lead this this company called Altwell. So talk about your background and then how did you decide to make this move? Yes, certainly. So um, it it does seem like an interesting path to get (laughs) where I am. So Back in the day, you know, decades ago, I was a microbiologist and biochemist in the lab. And um, so here's my science geek out part. I love it. But um, really found that I had a love for for marketing and for consumer. But I have really in the last 30 years primarily worked for companies that were either taste or ingredient suppliers. So one step away from the direct-to-consumer market, but spent those decades um selling products that made products taste great, helped them with texture, and overall brought consumer preference. So um, about two years ago, I came in contact with the Pickett family, who's the family who created Muscle Milk, and um, really just fell in love with their branding techniques, what they were doing in the market. And as we stayed in touch and they talked about entering the CBD space, it really intrigued me. Um, I love the aspect of being in a space that was really new and um, maybe a little bit gray, so changing every day, so lots of things to learn. Um, I love that it was something that was around wellness that could really help people. And um, I loved that it was direct-to-consumer and a chance to, to build that out and take all the science and all the things I did for all those years to make products taste great into something that could also um, be direct experience with a customer to make them really healthy too. So a long journey along the way, but I've landed here and um, I'm loving it. I bet it's such a great uh, in company concept. And again, need to be able to pull together your sets of experience. I saw you went to Virginia Tech. I'm a Georgia Tech guy, by the way, ACC. Um, ah, yeah. got it. Okay. <laughs> yep. And uh, I love that you're able to pull together your your background and, and move into this space. So um, the CBD world, I think is, a, I think we all hear about it and know about it. And sometimes like giggle about it or and so others are like, man, this is like the place to invest right now. I mean, it's just booming and got so much growth potential. But share with us just a perspective of what is the market like and where has it come from and like where it is today? Yeah, it's really interesting. And, and um, 
Justin, two years ago, I didn't know much about CBD. And I'll have to say that I'm probably a skeptic by nature. And I looked at the <laughs> right. all the things I was hearing in the market and just everybody was rushing into this. And I'm like, okay, is this like just, you know, one and done type of thing? Or is this really something? So um, I did start to, with my science background, really dive in a little bit to what is this? And really got interested because we've got this system in our body called the ECS system that we have had for centuries, but really only has been studied for the last two decades. And that's where CBD and cannabis plant comes into play with that system. That system's kind of like a dashboard for us, um, helps to balance appetite and sleep and anxiety and all of those things. So I guess long story short, I got really intrigued by the market. Then the other part about the the space is that um, it's quite confusing to consumers. Totally. I didn't know much about it. Totally, I found my friends and family didn't either. We all were like, okay, like the CBD gets you high. Like, right. what is this? Is it really, <laughs> exactly. you know, all of those things. And um, I am a constant learner. So what I really loved is, is diving in, rolling up my sleeves and learning about it. And then finding that I love telling people about what I had learned. And you're right. A lot of people have rushed into the space from all sorts of backgrounds, fashion sure. backgrounds, food background, you name it. People have gone, come into this green rush. And what mm, doesn't yet exist are like really strong guidelines and guardrails about what should be said on the label, what can be said about claims. And this space is in its infancy. There's a great opportunity right now to really build um, trust with consumers and sure. education with consumers and, and help them on their journey for you know what we call modern wellness. And, um, and, and I mentioned earlier the muscle milk um, background that the Pickett family has. They entered protein a few decades ago when protein was equally as gray. They weren't the first protein company out there, but there were a lot of people that were making alternative claims. There were a lot of people that were, um, didn't really have their labels right. And they did in mus with muscle milk what we hope to do right now in CBD is really build trust, experience, consistency, and um, educate people as to this amazing plant that produces items that fit into the system we have in our body that's responsible for balance. So it's the Wild West. You know, they call sure. it the green rush. Yep. Um, you alluded to that. It's certainly um, <laughs> changing every single week. There's new information, new regulation, new studies. Um, so it's really exciting from that perspective. But I can totally get from the consumer perspective where it might seem a little bit um, on the edge and, and seem a little bit untrustworthy. Well, and it's like kind of unknown. Now, how you mentioned... Like that, there's still you know things being determined about what should go on a label, et cetera. So how is that? Is there right. a, a governing body, quote unquote, that owns that kind of like the FDA for food products and whatnot? How does that work in this industry? It's a great question. So, um, so the FDA would be um, a part of this, and they are continuing to work on standards and regulation. Um, all of that hasn't been launched yet. Uh, we had anticipated that earlier in 2020. And then obviously when COVID happened, their shift, rightly so, changed. Um, but there are more and more regulations that will be coming out. Some states are trying to do that at the state level. And again, just to make sure consumers are protected. The other, the other part of this space that really my first 
three to six months here was really even outside of the label, just making sure that people, um, that we were getting the right test results and that people were using the right types of tests to figure out how much CBD was even in a product. And we found the Wild West there as well um, and, you know, have really had to, (laughs) to piece through that to find people that can get repeat validated results time after time from the same sample. So um, regulations coming. We at Altwell cannot wait for that to happen. Sure. um, Because we think it will clarify claims. It will. It will provide the right type of testing methodology and the right label standards. Perfect. That's super helpful. And is, is, are there limitations on where you can sell product? And then we'll jump into Altwell. I know we're, we're getting there. Um, but is, is there any limitation yeah. to the direct-to-consumer piece or, or even selling through a GNC? I don't know. I'm just brainstorming other retail outlets there, that might carry There this. are. Okay. Yeah, there are. And it, it is something. I get alerts on my phone every morning because it practically changes every day. <laughs> and um, it, is, it is something that some states, have differing opinions on things. So um, California, Maryland, Arizona would be quite different than Tennessee, Illinois, you know, you name it. They all have different regs. So it's really important to understand each of those. The one piece that I can share with you that's really um, kind of a standard is from a topical perspective, um, CBD in topicals. So maybe a lotion or a face serum or a sports bomb. Those are fine in all 50 states. For things that are ingestibles, it's important to know your local regulation. Got it. Interesting. Uh, super helpful. I know anyone listening will be, uh, or probably have walked away from just this part of the podcast and already feel like, hey, I've, I've got something out of this, which is awesome. But now, now let's jump into Alt Oil. Um, first of all, love the packaging. Um, talk about what Alt Oil is and you know how it, this company came to be. Yes. Um, so Alt Oil is. Um, in a few words, a modern wellness company. We right now happen to be focused on CBD products, both products that are topically used as well as products that you would um, eat or ingest. And we were founded um, with a strong purpose really to help people bring wellness and balance to their life. Um, on a very personal note, the um, a founder family member was a troubled sleeper. And she had spent decades really having difficulty sleeping. Mother of four, grandmother of 12, you know, just sleep is really critical when you're managing all of those, um, those family situations. And, um, and she um, had an experience with um, an interaction of some products that she had purchased that uh, was not a positive experience. And as a result, um, Greg Pickett then went to investigate more natural remedies. And what what could be um, possible solutions to some other sleep um, medications, and um, really got into researching CBD. So the family got into this for personal reasons to to one find something that was natural, but two also um, as they experimented and, and looked at natural products, they found there to be a lot of inconsistency. Sometimes she would buy the same product and have a totally different experience. Other times, maybe they didn't really trust the label. And certainly times where there was confusion about, you know, does this, is this going to make me high? Is this not going to make me high? All of those types of things. So all was born out of um, that very personal need to um, bring to market a product that could be trusted, 
that everyone felt comfortable giving to their family members and taking themselves and to, to really raise the standards in this very confusing space. Um, so we happened to launch um, earlier this year, uh, right prior to COVID, um, our first orders and um, distributor shipments were actually on the way to places um, in early March. So it's been an interesting time from that perspective. Wow. Too. Wow, fascinating. Um, well, in on, on your site, you can shop by form or shop by function. So with function, you've got balance, soothe, sleep, nourish, and then form are things like gummies, um, the protein powder, tincture, tincture et, mm-hmm. et cetera. Talk about those for our audience. Yeah. So, um, so form and function. So we recognize that CBD is a very personal journey for, for people. Um, some might want to use it as a daily product. Others might want to use it um, as a recovery product from an injury or from a, a, a tough day. So important for us to provide a variety of different forms as well as different dosage levels. So we have things like tinctures. Tinctures, um, I mean, ask me two years ago. I didn't even know what a tincture was. I, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm yeah, so, so basically, um, it's a drop that you would put under your tongue, um, and it's um, typically a pretty clear, oily solution. You put it under your tongue, Justin, because under your tongue is where your sublingual passage is, and that's the fastest way to get something into your bloodstream. So, um, I don't know if you've ever heard the story, like if someone, you know, you're, you're out at the grocery store and, and someone appears to be having... A, a heart attack or something, you might put an aspirin like right under their tongue. Under their tongue, got it. Absolutely. So tincture goes right under your tongue um, and absorbs there and um, gets into your system fastest. So so tincture is something that often people use right before bedtime or if they are um, in an anxious moment, might be a mom that's starting, you know, homeschooling for the day, those types of things. So, uh, and we have it available in um, 10 milligrams and well, as well as 25 milligram forms. So someone could customize how much they are getting and that gets into the system fastest. Now, it's not as enjoyable maybe as taking a gummy, which um, would be like a little gumdrop. Right. I see those which here. might be a, a sweet treat. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, so something that you could, you know, treat yourself with um, during the day. So we have gummies as well. And then we have soft, soft gels, gels that yeah. would just be um, capsules. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I happen to take mine at night, every night. Um, and um, then we also have a really unique form to the market, which is um, our protein. So as you can imagine, from the muscle milk heritage, um, family is really steeped in protein and nutrition from that. Totally. We came out with a plant-based protein, um, 20 grams of plant-based protein and 20 milligrams of CBD. Wow. Um, so really fun shake. You can add, uh, make a smoothie, you know, add your own things to it. So those are um, a lot of the products we have on the ingestible side. But if people aren't quite ready to try those, <laughs> we've got um, the topicals. Right. So lotion. A lotion. Yep. Um, a sports bomb. You know, we've had tremendous feedback from people that have had an achy knee, an achy elbow, you know, something like that. They put this on and um, get relief from that. So um, those things are available. And, you know, for all the men and women out there, we've got an amazing face serum. Um, CBD is is um, thought to have great anti-inflammatory impact. 
So we're all addicted to this face serum now because it's, um, it's something we're all using a couple times a day and hopefully turning the clock backward a little bit. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and then love the packaging and whatnot. How did you guys, I mean, were you there as part of sorting out how to make these products and, or, or where are they made and like, what kind of, what kind of resourcing or people do you have that help bring these products together? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, Great question because there are a lot of CBD companies out there that are uh, at their core really marketing companies and they have third-party manufacturers putting the products together for them. We're both. Um, so we, we are food development people. So we have the ability to make the gummies on site, um, to make the tinctures on site, make the protein, etc. Um, but we do also um, use some third-party resources for some of the topical and um, beauty products. So we're kind of a combination. Our R&D, however, is all in-house. Um, and that's important because we really want to keep our ear to the ground in terms of what consumers want and be able to react very quickly to bring them new, mar new market products. And an example would be those tinctures. We were out there with 10 milligram tinctures and we got feedback that people were using two or three dropperfuls of them. So we very quickly, within weeks, came out with um, a 25 milligram dosage. And we're experimenting right now with different flavors of gummies, different flavors of um, protein, and we do all of that work in inside. So we've got scientists and um, application specialists and flavorists and those kind of people on the team that are all contributing to that because we want CBD to be consistent but also we want, if you're ingesting it, for it to taste great, right? Taste <laughs> right, right, totally. Um, and then how do you figure out pricing on products like this? I know it sounds like a weird question, but like, for example, if I was going to launch a new carbonated soft drink, you know, I'd have a pretty good reference point by looking at the, the majors in the market. How do you figure that out here? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, and, and we definitely do market research. Um, we've got some brand standards that we look really carefully into. For example, we do triple testing on all of our products. So we test, our supplier tests the hemp. We test it again. We test it uh, when it comes in as raw material. We test it before it goes into a production lot and we test it after. So all of those things lead into the cost uh, of producing the product. We also happen to have child resistant packaging for most of our products. So, you know, we, we look at our costs, um, we look at the market and we determine that we are probably not going to be the low-cost producer, but again, we want to deliver high science, great consistency, that transparency of testing, and you know, do all the development in-house behind that. So we really um, we look to see what price the market can bear for all the things that we're putting behind this, because we're in this for the long haul. That's that's great. And one of the things I noticed on your site is you guys talk about, you know, kind of three key things that that are your I'll call it your brand standard a bit, um craft, clarity and confidence. And you talk about the ability to be able to trace ingredients from seed to shelf and then also to be able to track like if you wanted to go and enter your lot number and like you guys are tracking that that isn't something I would do like with my bag of potato chips. So like, why is this so important in the CBD space? Yeah, Justin, great question. I mean, we think it is critical in CBD because there is so much wild west out okay, there. Okay. Got it. Um, and, and we want to bring that trust that people can not just um, 
not just say, oh, that label must be right, but hey, go ahead and look at online, enter the lot number, and you actually get the third-party certificate of analysis that is the outside lab that tested it to validate what's in it. Now, CBD is really important because you have to test for things like pesticides, um, micro, obviously, cannabinoid content, um, residual solvents. All of these things are important because this is a natural plant, and and we want to make sure that um, it's in, in a pure enough form, right, that it's not bringing those other things with it. So we think that transparency is really key. And I think, like, if you compare it to potato chips and, and a soft drink and all of those things, all of those standards exist out there in the marketplace because they've been tried and true products that have been out there for decades. CBD hasn't been out there for decades. So people are taking some liberties with um, some testing and, and what they put in a product. We want everybody to be very confident with all well products that we're going to bring that transparency. So you know exactly what you are purchasing. Got it. Makes sense. Um, in the time you've been there, like what have been like one or two of the biggest lessons learned you'd want to share with our audience that were either surprises or things you didn't expect when you, when you came into this role? Oh my gosh. How long do we have? <laughs> right. I've got like a million things. I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah. Probably one of the biggest, um, I'm a big fan of, iterative learning. Um, take the risk, try something, and get the feedback, and then make a little adjustment. And they mentioned earlier, we launched during COVID times. So, um, and we launched when we thought regulations were going to be very clear quickly, and they've taken a little bit longer. So, we had to, to pivot and, and put more emphasis on those topical products very quickly. So, I think one of my big lessons is, you know, yeah, come up with a plan. You have to have a script for where you want to go, but you have to be able to be on the field, look what's happening around you, and and make the call the plays and make the adjustments as you see things that are different. And you know, one of the things I try to emphasize to my team is planning is important, right. um, but we're going for excellence here um, and not perfection. And and you know, sometimes that. Um, somebody's put up a different defense, so we've got to figure out a different way to get around it. So I'm a huge sports fan. So, <laughs> so putting everything on the field is, is, um, is, is just one of the things that I always learn from. And I think the other big learning um, is that we have to listen to consumers, really listen to what they need. I mean, they're all feeling anxious. No one's getting great sleep right now. Some people are even like trying to totally transform workout habits and all sorts of things. So what is it they need in their wellness journey and how can we help? And then how do we get product to them quickly that meets that need? Um, and as their need adjusts, we adjust. So um, I think the, the biggest lessons that I always like to carry through is that keep learning, keep listening. Share with our audience where they can find you and the company and connect with you and find the products, et cetera. Yes. Um, so we are on the web at altwell.com, A-L-T-W-E-L-L.com. You can also follow us on social on um, at Altwell CBD on Instagram and Facebook. We're just getting our LinkedIn started, but um, people can feel free to connect with me, Amy McDonald, on LinkedIn as well. And I'd uh, love to hear from everyone. That's so great. Amy, I love this. I think you've really helped... I know from at least for me and I know our audience um, understand this industry and then 
your brand, I think, is is really differentiated in this space, and I'm excited to see it grow. Can't wait to have you back on, especially down the road as you get, you know, as you expand the product line, et cetera. Thanks, Justin. Really, it's it's been great. I mean, it's a fun subject, and um, as we talked about, so much changes constantly. So, um, happy to be there to help everybody as they um, examine the space. Well, really fun one. We'll have you back on. It'll be it's great. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Justin. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.